Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Rapture.com, rapture.org, our band site, and I'm here with my original co-host, Denny. Hey, Denny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay, Denny, and how are you today? So far, so good. It's a beautiful day. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it is. It is a nice day. So anyway, here we are today, and um, once again, as always, as I always say, sad but true, pathetic but pathetic. Pathetic but prophetic for sure. That uh, is the only radio broadcast, the only podcast, the only sermon, the only thing anywhere, anything to do with Christianity that I have ever heard preaching the truth of the gospel and Jesus' words anywhere. And that's why we represent the Church of Philadelphia, Church of Philadelphia Internet, in, in the book of Revelation. And, um, that truth that separates this broadcast from all others is who Jesus is. And that's that he is the Christ, the son of a living God. Not God, not one-third of some trinity, pagan Roman trinity, but the Christ, the son of a living God. And when, when you accept that truth, we repent and we accept Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God. That's when the Bible says we're born from above. We receive the whole, the gift of the Holy Spirit who will lead us into all truth. That's the first step in hearing God's voice, really. But um, his voice is calling all people, especially the churches today, to repent, mm-hmm. to change, to follow him. Because that's really when it comes down to what is repentance. Well, somebody lived 25 years of their life not following Jesus, doing what they wanted, doing what they thought was good and right and whatever. And one day they realize how wrong they were. And they repent and they change. And what's the change? Well, well, now they're following Jesus as the Son of God. Before they were following whatever else. So that that's the change. That's, what that's do you think about the step. egg theory, that, that there's one guy with three parts? It's false, it's fake, and it's not what Jesus taught. Jesus never taught that. He never taught no, that. No, he didn't. No, it's a, it's, a fake, it's a fake man-made doctrine. History books tell us between 150 and 200 A.D., the third and fourth generation of Christianity its surface, and then it spread. Once, once in 70 A.D., the Jews were driven from the Holy Land, from Israel. The Great Dysphoria happened. And that's when Christianity slowly but surely became paganized. See, the concept of one God, one God of Israel who created or begot a son, slowly evaporated. It slowly became corrupted into this trinity god because uh all pagan religions then you have a trinity god and the churches wanted trinity god so they created a trinity god father son holy spirit it's not what the bible teaches at all the bible the bible it doesn't, te- it doesn't teach that at all uh no matter of fact uh 
it never mentions the Holy Spirit being part of the God. And so, but I asked when I asked a Christian about Trinity, they say you have to be open to the Holy Spirit to see it. Well, that's that's a lie. They're saying you have to be open to a lie. You have to be open to the Spirit of Truth to accept the lie. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. The Holy the Holy Spirit is God's presence on earth. And he's omnipresent. He can speak to everyone on this planet at the same time, to their hearts and their entire being. And he says to the churches, let he who has an ear hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And the six of the seven churches in Revelation, Jesus says, repent. He shows them what they're doing is right. And then he says, but I have this against you. And he shows them what they're doing wrong. And he says, repent. We're there going into the tribulation. So there is clearly an end times message to the letter to the seven churches. And to the church of Philadelphia, who were doing exactly what he said, keeping his word with perseverance, overcoming the world and the devil, and earning their crown of life, or had earned their crown of life by enduring and not giving up, by enduring temptation, he said he gave them an open door to escape the coming tribulation in the first of two rapture events. So there you, there you go. So there's a Godhead. There's the one true God of Israel who created, begot, brought into existence a son from himself and the Holy Spirit who God created on earth. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what the Bible teaches. So for somebody to say you need the spirit of truth to receive a lie, well, that's that's ins- that's crazy, Danny. Mm-hmm. No, Jesus never taught an egg guide. <laughs> Nowhere in the Bible. When Jesus that's true. talks, right? When Jesus talks about his Father, my Father, he means Father in every sense of the word Father, just like you would speaking about your human father. Yep. He acknowledged everything he knows comes from his father. All his power comes from God. That's what he taught us. Speaking of father, Jesus said call no one father but God. Uh, Is it okay to call your dad father? Yeah. He wasn't referring to your human father. He was referring to the religious practice of calling priests and other church leaders or in the pagan world, the high priest, father. See, you don't call, he said, don't call these religious men father because you have one father in heaven. They're not Mm -hmm. your father. In the Catholic religion, they call every priest father. There's a a 30-year-old kid telling a 50-year-old, you got to call me father. It's ridiculous. Jesus spoke against that. That's why people that say, well, the the Catholic Church changed the Bible. No, they didn't. Because if they changed the Bible, they would have changed that to call all priests father, right? Mm -hmm. So they they didn't change the Bible. They changed the interpretation of the Bible. That's what they did. That's something uh, more I've learned from you. Every Every time I talk to you, I learn something new. Well, that's good. And I try to learn something new every day as well. I mean, shouldn't we should learn something new all the time. We shouldn't just be stagnant. I believe right. – can I explain something real quick? There was a time when you told me don't make any oaths, and I, I listened to you, and I read what Jesus said about it, and you were correct. And I, that, uh, that OCD I overcame. And another time it said, honor your father and mother. I thought it was obey your father and mother, and I overcame that. Then it said that, then you told me that the Bible says, thou shalt not falsely testify instead of thou shalt not lie. Then you also told me not to worship graven images, which I could, I went, my, children, my children had toys. And because of the way I was, uh, I had to take the graven images and destroy them which really upset my kids, but I've learned all these things from you, and in a, in a way, I was healed mentally about 50% due to, due to listening to the truth that you've spoken from Jesus. 
Well, the truth, Jesus said, the truth will set you free. But when it said, thou shalt not bear false witness against your neighbor, you don't falsely accuse your neighbor of things. Jesus never Mm -hmm. said lying is good. He said to be honest, to tell people to speak the truth. Don't be deceitful. Don't, Don't lie. But when you bear false witness and actually accuse your neighbor of sin, of doing something, that's when you're breaking the actual commandment. But he in, Revelations said, 20, in Revelations 22, right. it says, lovers of lies don't come into heaven. But I don't love lies. I hate telling lies if I can avoid it. Well, it says, makers and everyone that maketh and loveth a lie will never enter heaven. Yeah, but what if your wife says, does this dress make me look fat? Are you going to answer truthfully, or are you going to keep your mouth shut? Well, you can say, well, it's okay, but the the blue ones, you look even better. Yeah, that li- makes sense. I mean, but the lie and say you look great when she doesn't, I don't see that helping people. Or some, someone wants to, family member, someone wants to try out for American Idol, and they can't sing a note. And say, oh mm-hmm. yeah, you have a, a beautiful voice. That isn't that isn't helping a person to lie. No, it doesn't help. We should be honest and truthful. Because if we're not honest and truthful with people, guess what? They're not going to trust us. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, you're going to break. You're going to lose all trust. It's when right, you I take. Understand. Right. You gave me it's a when... parable a long time ago. This is your parable, not Jesus's, but about uh, the Germans knocking at your door asking if you have any Jews in the basement. Right. Well, that would be that would be saying no to save a life. But how often do people lie to save a life, Danny? Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. How, how often do people say tell say something that's false to save a life? That's just like the whole abortion argument. What uh, less than one percent of all abortions are for the rape, incest, or life of the mother, but they try to make that the whole issue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's not. But we should be honest with people. We, 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 but I really do we, say because of your teachings. Well, Jesus' no, teachings originally, but to, teachings. because of Jesus' teachings. Uh, I'm 50% better than what I was because I'm able to overcome it. Well, the truth set you free. And as we embrace and accept and follow more truth, you're more free. Yeah. But the, the truth does set us free. If somebody gets an idea in their head, they have to pray the Lord's Prayer 200 times a day. And then they see the truth and they say, no, just pray it once and follow it. Well, they're going to be set free from that 200 times a day praying. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people suffer from OCD, so that that could free them from uh, from that if that's what's what that's what triggered that. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if, if if that's what's causing that, well, that that would uh, set them free from that. The truth, the truth will always set us free, and lies will always bind us in some 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 prison the truth sets us free you may not people may not want to hear the truth they may not like the truth but when you accept the truth it it will set you free there's people that pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and and no answer because they're praying to this fake trinity god and this false salvation attached to it and when they're denounce that and accept the truth then God may answer the prayer they've been praying for the last 20 years for so the truth will always set you free lies keep you in bondage and that's what Jesus taught us yeah Yeah. so it's very honest now with Bible prophecy the truth sets us free there's two raptures and Jesus is going to come for the true his true remnant the church of Philadelphia his true sheep, who he said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So for those that are following his voice, led by the Holy Spirit, those are the people that he's coming for in the first of two raptures. So that can set, that truth can set a lot of people free when they're caught up in this rapture controversy of 
does the rapture happen pre-tribulation, mid, post? No, there's two raptures, and we can escape if we follow Jesus in spirit and truth. So there's a perfect example where the truth can set a person free. And all the other lies just wreck a person's walk with God. But we're going to take a quick break here, Danny, and we'll be right back. to today. Welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, satansrapture.com.org, our band site, and with me, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. That's good. <laughs> you know, Danny, I'm look, we're looking around at the world, and we're clearly in the end times, and let, let me tell you, if you look around, this world is really heating up. It is heating up in a horrible way. Europe has hit triple digit temperatures. London, England broke all records the other day. It was 104 degrees. Uh, mm-hmm. The wildfires are, are exploding in, in England, in, in Portugal, in uh, Spain. These temperatures are for 20 days, you know, uh, they projected could, could be in Spain, in Portugal. And France hit over 100 degrees. And uh-huh. in Europe, only 1% of the homes and apartments have air conditioning because it doesn't get this hot. 1,700 people died already. In America, uh-huh. look, look at what's happening in America. There's a mass heat wave. Texas is, is going to be over 100 degrees, 105 degrees for the next 10 days minimum. And their power grid is being pushed to the breaking point. And the reason... The reason things are heating up is really global is the um, is polar shift is occurring, which is changes everything on our planet, the air current, everything. And um, the other reason is we were been hit recently by solar flares, but they never make the connection between solar flares and heat waves. Yeah, but that that's. That's what's happening. They want to tell us it's global warming so they can get more control of our lives and, and, and yeah. the power and transportation and did, gasoline. Did you hear Joe Biden wanted to declare a national emergency for the for the climate? Yeah, he wants to do that so then they can have more control over gasoline and energy and electricity. And um, it's all part of this ridiculousness to really destroy the, our economies, because that, that's what it does when you do this, Danny. It just shuts, it destroys economies. They keep talking about going to a whole electric. Our power grids can't even handle the heat wave, let alone everyone switching to electric cars. Yeah. The, power, the power grids can't take it. They'd have, to, they'd have to fuel the power grids by coal, which would defeat their, their whole purpose. But global warming is the lie they put out there to take control of the masses, to control everything. And it, it really does you know, great, great economic damage when you start telling, uh, you know, cutting out fossil fuels right now. 
because then look how expensive everything gets. Look how expensive electricity would get. Would get so expensive, people couldn't afford anything. That's true. But the world, the Earth is heating up, and there was a projection by Israeli scientists that by between 2030 and 2050, temperatures in Israel alone, the average temperature could be 122 degrees. So we're coming into a time of the very soon of a tribulation. This world is going to be a very hot place during that time. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's going to be that hot, how come in Matthew 24, Jesus said, uh, be, pray that your flight be not in the winter nor on the Sabbath? Because wouldn't that mean it's cold during the winter? Well, it, it may be uh, colder winters. But the summers are definitely getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Maybe the winters are going to get colder and colder and colder, Danny. That maybe sense. that's maybe that's what he was talking about. But um, summers hotter, winters cooler. Colder and colder. It may be what what could be happening. It's very possible that's exactly what Jesus was talking about. But the the magnetic poles of the Earth are shifting right now. They've been shifting, and when they totally, when they totally reverse during the tribulation, the second half, the Earth will flip on its axis, and every volcano and earthquake on this planet will blow, and that's when the real judgment on this world will come for people who will follow the Antichrist, believing it's the way to become a god, and will partake in a second Holocaust. Because the Antichrist is going to revive the, the worst evil that the world has ever seen. Full-blown Satanism, Denny. Sex is the path to heaven and death to anything, anyone Christian. That's what's mm-hmm. coming to the world. And we're getting closer and closer to this time. But, I mean, the tribulation is going to be a horrible time. Imagine the world, the summer's getting hotter and hotter and hotter when the two witnesses come was probably Elijah and Moses. Can you imagine they're they're going to shut the rain for three and a half years so there won't be one drop of rain to come. Not one drop of rain. That means that all the bottled water, all the cans of Coke soda, beer, everything will run out very quickly. And what will people have to drink? The blood of the saints and the blood of the saints mixed with wine or whatever they have to mix it with. That's how horrible it's going to be for the world during this time when they're following the Antichrist as this global savior. And and he's going to tell people, well, when we kill every Christian and burn every Bible, then the God of the Bible will die and then they can have, then it will rain and rain and rain. And people are going to believe that lie. Uh-huh. And they're, they're going to follow him straight into hell. Literally. You so, know, I, I was thinking about this, the doomsday scenario the other day, and uh, I saw, saw a comic book posted by DC Heroes online, and the, the villain was called Doomsday, and the hero that came to save him from Doomsday was Superman. Yeah, well, that's basically uh what's superman he's got a big s on his chest for satan yeah exactly so, so superman is the hero and doomsday is the evil one so that's yep. where like anyone talking about doomsday and bible prophecy becomes of the evil one i mean you know the the makers of comic books of movies marvel uh dc entertainment world it, it's all run and controlled by satan Everything in these things is satanic. Everything. I mean, the the movies are more and more satanic. The video games are more and more violent, more and more demonic. And kids are drawn to the violence. They're drawn to Mm -hmm. this demonism. This world is becoming a a demonic fest. Festival of evil. Everywhere you look. Look at movies. Look how violent movies are. And the people making these movies are very clever. And they're putting in every satanic, every aspect of this coming satanic religion in, in, in their movies. No matter what you're watching, it's all in there. 
Some are worse than others, but it's everywhere. It's even in cartoons. Cartoons are very satanic. Everything uh-huh. is everything is uh, join the side of good and fight against the evil ones. Everything. And when the Antichrist comes, well, he's just going to identify who are the evil ones. Those that follow Christians, those that follow the evil God of the Bible. Because they want to reduce everything to aliens. Good aliens and bad aliens. Good aliens created us. The bad aliens want to destroy us. And they make the God of the Bible the, the head of the evil aliens. And that's what that's where the world is racing towards, this Holocaust. Kids are being prepared right now for it, Danny, every day and night. I know they are. I can watch it. Yeah. I'm I got an yeah. up-close view of it. Yeah. And what's a parent supposed to do? Well, pull the plug. You, know, you can either pull the plug or, or hope that your children make the right decision. Well, you can't. You can't let a child be satanized and hope they make the right decision. Well, I told when I was uh, 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 when I not long ago, a year maybe ten, fifteen years ago, I, when I decided I didn't want to be a evil anymore, I wanted to worship God. I took all my Dungeons and Dragons books, all my uh, Magic the Gathering cards, and burned them. And I got to thinking to myself, if my children ever wanted to come to God, they'd have to do the same thing with their video games. They'd well, have to come to that conclusion on their own. They'd have to come to the conclusion on their own, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't buy kids Dungeons and Dragons for, 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 for their 12th birthday. No, I wouldn't go out and do that. That's true. I, I, I wouldn't sit a, let a kid watch the most satanic, violent movies possible and say, I hope they come to God one day. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to introduce it to them. No, you don't want to let, let them be entertained by it. When they reach adult, when they leave your home, well, then they're going to do whatever they want. But you can't, yeah, you can't, you just can't do that. No, you you, you really can't do that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, uh, well, what's a parent to do? Pull the plug. Spend time with your kids. Do stuff with them. Who yep. says you have to sit a child down in front of a television set eight hours a day? That's true. Um, who? Where? Where is it written that you must do? I that? like to watch my cooking shows on TV because I think they're peaceful. But even in even in those peaceful shows, they they show show people drinking blood without mixed with alcohol. You think it's perfectly okay, but it's not. And my my music, I like to listen to soundscape music, which is nothing but music and nature sounds. But they, when you listen to it on the TV, it shows people meditating to the music. Well, because that's what they want you to see. That's exactly right. But you can't escape a, it. Well, you can escape it. You can pull the plug. I mean, you're talking about one cooking show. A lot of cooking shows has nothing to do with blood. That's true. It's, it's a lot better yeah. than other shows. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, where where is it written? A parent must let a child sit down and, and be satanized for six hours a day. It doesn't. No, people do it. Maybe maybe uh, maybe a mother's addicted to social media, so she she's online eight, eight hours a day, chatting, chat, whatever she's doing. So then she's very happy. The kids are quiet. That that's not the Holy Spirit leading her to do that. Mm-hmm. That would be the mother making the wrong choice to do that. Yeah. No, but we you can't let you can't sit down, allow the devil to put the worst things in your child's mind and hope that somehow they uh, make the right choice when they get older. You have to say no. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have to say no. What's the Holy Spirit saying? You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit always leads us to do what's right. The devil leads us to do what's wrong. When you do right, it's called righteousness. When you do wrong, it's called evil. It's that simple. Yep. It, it, 
it really is that that simple, Benny. Things are really, 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 you know, that simple. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back with the rest of um, Doomsday Talk Radio. Maybe we'll even hear from a listener out there. Never know. people that are trying their best to follow God that have epilepsy. That doesn't mean they're, they're that's just a dangerous doctrine if somebody would teach that because it's not true. That makes sense. No. Yeah, what about the other man in the Bible that was possessed? The Legion. Whatever happened to him, the story ends when he's the demons were cast into the swine. Well, one of two things happened to him. He repented and joined the first church and received the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
or he went back to doing what he was doing, and Jesus warned that demon will come back with seven more wicked demons and possess them. He will be eight times worse than he was before. Mm-hmm. So we don't know which happened to him, but there, there were his two fates. He's not going to stay the same. That's a warning from Jesus, a very strong warning. If a, per, if a demon's cast out of a person, they should be told, if you don't receive the Holy Spirit, repent and re, you know, receive Jesus as, as the Son of a living God, then you won't receive the Holy Spirit and the devil and that demon will come back with seven more wicked and then the person will be eight times worse than they were before. That's what will happen. And whatever they were doing before, they'll do it again. But when we allow, when we allow evil things into our home, we are attracting demons. That attracts demons into you. That's what attracts them. Like uh-huh. what attracts what attracts a shark? Blood in the water. What well, attracts true. demons? Wicked demonic things. It draws them. So that's a warning. So either that person joined the first church and received the Holy Spirit where they went back to what they're doing and then they received eight more wicked unholy spirits. Now, demon possession is a real thing, Danny. You just, people don't talk about it too much. Right. You know, and... Um, well, it's because it's made fun of so much. You have these Catholic priests trying to exercise the demon... And they're smacking somebody with a Bible upside the head and holding a rosary bead around their neck. Doesn't work. None of that works. The devil can't cast out the devil. Jesus can cast out the devil as the Christ, the Son of a living God. The fake Trinity God can't cast anything out. But but um, yeah. Jesus gave us power over demons. He gave us power over Satan. He gave us power to follow him, to overcome our fear. He, he truly, when, we, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we have the power to become a son of God, to follow Jesus and become as he was. So we have that power in us. The question is, will we use it or will we not? We have the power to overcome. That's why Jesus said eight times in, in the in the book of Revelation, he who overcomes will be granted heaven. We've been given the power to be overcomers, but we have to use that power. Or what I've always said, if you whatever you will overcome your addictions and fears and evil, or it will overcome you. And that is the truth. And you can take any problem a person has, any addiction, anything. You're either going to overcome that with God's help or it will overcome you. You will either overcome the devil in your life or he will overcome you. There's no, again, there's no middle ground. People want a middle ground. There is none. There's just, there's no middle ground, Danny. It's it's black or white. It is. Yeah. So that's that's the choice we all face today. And there is a small remnant of people that are following Jesus in spirit and truth. They're led by the Holy Spirit. They're earning their crown of life or earning it right now by overcoming temptation and sin. And they'll be taken in the first of two raptures. That brings us to the question we constantly ask. How many people are part of this small faithful remnant around the world the question is we don't know and the next question is will there be a real one real physical church of Philadelphia as a light to this world as a true witness and warning to what's to come and to clearly wants that option option a yes he does this is what God wants but the question is are there enough people to make it happen, to make it worthwhile? Well, I know God... you, for a long time, even when you was, even when the website was still young, you always posted uh, you were looking for 
seven faithful uh, Christians to help help you do the help you do uh, the Church of Philadelphia, and, and so far there's a very few of them. Yeah, we never even hit seven. Nope, a seven was just a number. I just made that up, but the point is, God has to hold back great evil, allow great evil. If to, for there to be a church of Philadelphia for three or four or five or six or eight more years. And the question is, will, will it bear the fruit? It's worth it. We're going to find out. I mean, all it would take is one mega lottery win and we could launch the church of Philadelphia. Yep. And right now, it's the mega million. Yeah, it's almost $700 million. So, yeah. Uh, so it's in the Bible code. It could happen. It's a real possibility. That's why I buy a yep. ticket every lottery. But, um, yeah, will it be worth it? I mean, who knows? Could could uh, there be uh, 50,000 people jo- physically join the Church of Philadelphia and with all their heart love God, with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and their neighbors themselves, give 100% of their life to following Jesus and spirit and truth, and in five years, could they earn their crown of life? Yes, they probably could. But are there enough people to make that happen? There could be. Mm-hmm. There there could be 50,000 miraculous healings and miracles of people with true documented diseases and illnesses. If there's 50,000 people out there that would come and follow Jesus and Spirit and Truth, it could be the it could be a time to turn this theological world upside down, or there could be two or three or four people. See, so only God has the answer to this to this riddle, this mystery, and the answer will come very soon. You know, uh, could the first of two raptures happen tonight? Of course it could. Could it happen with the birth of a real physical church of Philadelphia? Yes, it could. So it's like either way, if you're doing everything Jesus said to do as the Son of God, if you're led by the Holy Spirit, if you've earned or earning your crown of life, well, then either way, you're in good shape. You'll be taken in the first of two raptures. If you're I just not, find then it inter- you're not. Sorry, Pastor Harry. What's that, then? I find it interesting, Pastor Harry, that uh, this mega lottery, mega millions, mega lottery is, is up so high, and it's almost a ninth of all. It's like we're given a, a coin and told to flip it. Well, the ninth of all has been a historic day of doom for Israel, but there's been many ninth of all's, and nothing has happened either in Israel. That's true. Just a lot of the most horrific events in their history happened on the ninth of Av. Both There's been many lotteries, and, and it hasn't been won yet, so it could be this one. It could be. could be this one, it could be the next one, or it could be none. Only God has the answer to how, what will happen if there's a physical church of Philadelphia. Will enough people join it? to make it be part of it, identify with it, to make it worthwhile? Mm-hmm. Or will we, is he just going to rapture a scattered remnant of, I don't know how many people, 7,000, 10,000? I don't know what's out there. Just be, just be guessing. But, yeah, that's the real question. And we're going to have an answer soon. And we will have an answer soon. And um, see if there's enough people. And the Church of Philadelphia would start. People could go to the book of Revelation and they'd see the Church of Philadelphia right in the Bible. And it says, um, because you've kept my word with perseverance and you've not denied my name and you have a little power. Well, they don't deny his name because the Church of Philadelphia believes Jesus is the Christ, the son of a living God. All the other churches on this planet deny his name, deny who he is with this fake trinity God. Mm -hmm. So if people saw a thousand miraculous healings and miracles, well, it would shake them up. It would plant a real seed for what's coming. 
for the tribulation, it would really identify who's going to be taken and who yeah, would be taken. But if there's zero people that are going to join or follow it, what's the point? Yeah. The only, only God people, has, people always uh, tease me. What they'll, they'll say, you know, you, I tell them about what you believe and what, what you've taught me and stuff, and they always tell me not to drink the grape juice, though. Yeah, because they want to make a mockery of everything. A yeah, joke. exactly. But they're they're really mocking Jesus' words. They're making a mockery of his words, his warnings. That's so, true. Right. But either way, one of two things are going to happen, Danny, and we're going to know very soon. Because this world is getting worse and worse and worse. It is getting more and more violent. Russia is pushing deeper and deeper into the Ukraine. Iran is threatening in three weeks, whenever they want, they can build a nuclear weapon. They have enough weapons-grade uranium to do so. They probably have help from Putin to do so. Um, China is threatening to take Taiwan. The world economies are systematically being destroyed um, till it's going to get to the sea where people mass food shortages, mass food recalls. They're talking yes. about global famines are coming. We're moving towards digital money. We're moving to in the United States, especially to a, a country where everyone's going to have to have a, a government socialized welfare check just to survive on your driver's license in west virginia they require that you have a a five-sided star on your on your uh on your license so that you can travel in airplane wow well that's something isn't it yep pentagram but yeah but that's coming too i mean uh they're restricting more and more travel because they uh, quote COVID, because of they say airline shortages, pilot shortages, uh, gasoline's getting more and more and more expensive. Uh, the problems of the world are getting really severe, Denny, and they're just going to let this happen because the people that run this world, this global elite, have a motto: what they believe. Through chaos shall come order, the new world order. So they are creating chaos, as much chaos as they can create. And that's what we're seeing today. Chaos everywhere. Chaos everywhere. And um, matter claiming Biden has COVID, whatever that means. I don't know. We'll have to see where that leads. But, as long as Kamala Harris doesn't get left in charge, I'll be fine. It wouldn't matter. She'd, she'd laugh at the face of danger, and then, then everything would blow up. Well, it wouldn't matter who's in charge, because they're all following the same agenda anyway. That's true. They're, they're all following the same agenda. They're following the same plan. It wouldn't, it wouldn't matter who's in there. I used to call Joe Biden the laughing VP when he was when he was under Obama, but now that Kamala's VP, I'm pretty sure that she's got the crown. Well, she would do exactly what Biden's doing. She would follow the exact policies Biden's following. And that's exactly what they do. A lot of people are putting their their hope in 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 uh, politics to save them. Trump's going to save us. He can't save us from anything. By the time Trump would even, <laughs> there probably will be another pandemic. There'll be some reason to have mass mail-in voting, and they could they could uh, manipulate any election anyway. It's not that far away either. November's when people go out to vote. Yeah, well, two years away and some months is a long time, Danny. I'm talking about the the midterms. Right. Well, the midterms are coming up, right? And so is this new talk of a a new, more deadly Omicron violent, uh, variant. They may have to go to quote mail-in voting everywhere. Then, and I don't know how honest the election would be. But I know they can't, the Democrats are the, pow, are the party of Lucifer. They follow his agenda, and they're in power. They're not going to want to just give up power, Danny. That we know. But, yeah, that's you know, for sure. Yeah. And, but we if are, they lost power now, they'd never get it back. But I don't think they're going to give up power. 
they don't have to give up power, do they? Nope. No, they don't have to. We'll see what happens. But um, the midterms are coming, but um, the real thing is would be the election. If we even make it to the election, that's guessing. Maybe, like I said, the first of two raptures could happen tonight. Or yeah, sure. there will there will be the birth of a quick Church of Philadelphia. A, a last chance for people to wake up before the tribulation. Some would, maybe. But it'd be a real warning to the world. It'd be a real wit- witness to the world. And a witness of the power of God to the world that they don't see in these dead Trinity churches. This hasn't been a miracle in these churches since they've accepted the Trinity almost 1,900 years. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. It's sad, but it's 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 how it's true. People have a free will. They can exchange the truth of the Bible for a lie, but God doesn't bow to them. God doesn't bow to anyone. He why would he? He works through the truth. He doesn't work through falsehood. So that's why that's why the greatest threat to Satan is someone that walks in the spirit of God. They're walking in the spirit and truth of God. Then you have power over him. So there's one puny little human has power over him, and he does not like that. And he doesn't like when one little human has power, the power of God over him. Uh-huh. And he would not like a, a real physical church of Philadelphia either. That he doesn't want. He doesn't want that. God wants it, but the question is, is it worth it? Satan doesn't want it. No, he doesn't want it at all. He 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 doesn't want the, who's taken in the first of two raptures to be clearly identified and known. He doesn't want people opening up their Bible and going to the Revelation chapter 3 and reading about the Church of Philadelphia and wondering... Hey, is this real? Is God real? Yeah, this is what God's been telling me to repent and jo- and follow the truth. Right. The Holy the Holy Spirit strives with everyone on the earth, Danny. No one has an excuse. That's true. Unless you tell the Holy Spirit to stay away, but that that's a uh, blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. Well, people harden their heart so they can't even hear the Holy Spirit anymore. Or they drug and get so drunk every day they can't hear the Holy Spirit anymore. Mm-hmm. He's always knocking, he's always tapping on that door, but people just drown him out. They harden their heart to the point where they can't hear him anymore. Every time a person goes out to commit an, a sin, an act of vi- or act of violence of evil, the Holy Spirit's always striving with them not to do it. But. Most people harden their heart. They don't listen. They do it anyway. Yeah. But he's trying. He is always striving with men to not do evil, to repent. That's what Jesus said. One of the things the Holy Spirit came to do is to convict people of their sins, their need to repent. Another thing is to lead believers into all truth. But, but you have to want to be led into all truth. You can't say, God, lead me into the truth, but only if it's the truth I want to hear. Yeah. Led into all truth is led into all truth. But God, why would God lead you into the truth? Because you're not going to follow it. You have to want to follow it. Then I'll show you the truth. God told Jeremiah, young prophet, he said, when you seek me with all of your heart, then you'll find me. Well, when you want to know who God is, the reality of God more than anything in the world, he'll show you. And he'll show you That's that true. Jesus is his only begotten son. He's our, the one to follow, our Savior. If you don't want God with all your heart, then he's not going to show you anything. He told us, don't cast your, your dogs, your give what's pearls. holy to dogs, or give your pearls before swine. So he's certainly going to follow his device he gives us. That's why those that truly seek and knock and ask will find the truth. 
And those that don't speak and knock and ask, it's because they love the lies they're hearing. They love these false churches. Catholic or Protestant, they all have the same message. Believe the Trinity, you're guaranteed heaven. That's that simple. That's what people want to hear. So literally, what are they doing? They're sinning their way to heaven. Whether it's believing the I'm saved because I, I repented 20 years ago at a Billy Graham crusade or a priest waved his magic wand over my head and told me to say 10 Hail Marys. Mm-hmm. They think they think they delude themselves that they're going to heaven. It's self-delusion. They read Jesus' words, they'll see the complete opposite. See, but they don't want to see his words. They want to delude themselves. But the first the first rapture will happen. The Church of Philadelphia will be taken. The only question is, will there be a real physical Church of Philadelphia first as a true light and witness and warning to this world? Just as Noah's Ark was a warning. When people said to Noah, why, why are you building this gigantic ark, Noah? He didn't say, can't tell you. He told him why. <laughs> and he, he probably invited said because God's bringing judgment and flood upon the whole world because it's so evil and wicked. But if you're healthy, you can get on you can get on the ark and be saved too. But that makes me person. think of one time my mother-in-law, ex-mother-in-law, she uh, she she asked me the question, "How come I don't go to church?" I took a deep breath and I was ready to tell her. <laughs> they cut me off, cut me off short, and said they didn't want to hear it. You don't go. It's simple because you don't agree with the churches because they're not following yep. what Jesus taught. It's a very simple answer. Very simple answer, because I don't agree with the churches. They're not teaching what Jesus taught. Yep. And if they want to know more, they could say, would say, well, what are they teaching that's so wrong? And then you could tell them. Laundry list, Trinity, salvation by faith alone, and it just goes right down the list. Down the Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, which is very destructive to children. And their love of death penalty, that's another thing they're doing wrong. But the churches are doing really nothing right. And they haven't been for a long, 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 long time. Two-minute warning just went off. Then he, boom. But, um, yeah, so we're trying to bring some the truth of the gospel to whoever wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a person out there following the truth of God in Spain somewhere and they so God will lead them to the show so they can connect with a few true believers maybe there's mm-hmm. someone out there that's really lost they're really seeking the truth and they're confused well God could lead them to the show and they could uh, embrace the truth so we do this show right now for the smallest minority of people maybe God can use this show to reach Why? Well, that's why we do it you know, it's a few people that we know are following Jesus in spirit and truth that gives them a voice. It's a, it's a little, it's a little help for them. Right. So that, that's that's why we do this with a minute left. But uh, yeah. But if we win this a mega lottery, as the Bible code says we could do, well then we're going to go to a whole new platform, and we're going to really expand this this broadcast. And you'll be able to advertise. That'd be the greatest thing. Well, we would be able to. We could do a lot more. And your and website won't be buried anymore. It'll it'll be there, but by a different name, I imagine. It'll be there, clear as day. But the question is, would bear the fruit? Did God wants it to bear? He has the answer. I don't. He sees. The, he set the divine clock. I can't see the divine clock. Jesus couldn't even see the divine clock. He said when the day and hour, he, even he doesn't know, only the Father knows. God set this clock, and we're just doing what he said to do. And when that bell rings, it rings. And if people, have played, ga- if people have played games, well, they're not going to have time there in their crown of life. Now, they'll have a t- chance in the tribulation the hardest way possible be faithful unto death and you'll receive the crown of life and the antichrist will be more than happy to send you to your death 
So, with 10 seconds left. That's where we're at right now, Denny. Tomorrow night is a about a $700 million lottery, and we're just going to see what happens. Yep. So, with, with that said, thank you for listening. God bless. Good night, and take care.